Welcome to another mini episode of Project Geekology. I am your host, Anthony, and today I am going to be talking about Overwatch 2. Now, you might be wondering, why am I doing a mini episode on Overwatch 2 instead of a full episode? Well, we here at Project Geekology have already done an episode on Overwatch, so a lot of the game and the lore has been explained in that episode. And so if you want to check that episode out, go back and listen to our Overwatch episode. In this mini episode, I'm going to be talking mostly about the key differences between the first game and the second game and how the experience kind of shifted to try to include more people. Now, I know usually in the beginning of our main episodes, we kind of talk about what we've been up to. Mostly it's been, you know, a lot of gaming. A lot of prepping for this episode by playing Overwatch 2 and so all right we're gonna dive in so Overwatch 2 those of you that play the game those of you that enjoy the game some of the stuff I might say might be a little controversial to you I know that the game has been a center of controversy because of a lot of the changes and I personally don't feel that it's a complete sequel to the first one. For the most part, the game didn't change. There was no real change, except for maybe some gameplay dynamics and maybe a slight tweak to some of the artwork and the graphics. But I would say that the difference isn't drastic in the way that maybe Team Fortress and Team Fortress 2 is. So I personally feel like this game is more of an expansion or maybe like an upgrade slash downgrade to the first one, depending on who you ask. And the reason why I say downgrade is because one of the changes that was absolutely controversial when they announced it was the fact that they were dropping one tank from each team, making it a 5v5 experience. And so that really flipped a lot of people out. And, you know, I would say for a lot of people that play competitive that might not have been too much of a bad experience because a lot of people try not to six stack it anyways a lot of people either try to solo queue or maybe two other people but i would say that it affected me in a sense that i do so i'll play a lot of quick play and there's a lot of times where i'm playing with friends who are streamers and they'll have six people you know like a full it'll be a full six stack so having one less player on the field means that you know one less person is being included and i know that one of the the reasons behind that was that blizzard was talking about wanting it to be less of a chaotic experience or it being less chaotic to watch like an overwatch league which i totally understand but i personally feel that the 5v5 experience is still very chaotic at least in the lower elos it's still very chaotic there's still a lot going on there's still a lot of it's not you know a lot of unpredictability and i can say that because i am a low elo player so i know that the 5v5 experience was really just something that was pretty controversial and yeah now, now that we're several months into overwatch 2 i would say that i 
don't love it, but I also don't hate it. I'm kind of mid on it. I'm just, I guess I'm just used to it now, but I do miss having the ability to have that extra person. Maybe they'll add a 6v6 mode in arcade that, you know, whenever it comes to a bunch of us wanting to play. So yeah, that, that's pretty much a bit on the tank. Obviously, there's been new maps that were introduced since then, you know, some of those being Escort or hybrid maps. But so some of the newer maps actually come with a new game mode called Push. Push is a weird tug of war escort map. So instead of you escorting a payload, you're fighting to control a robot that pushes this barricade towards the enemy team so when you take control over the robot the robot starts pushing towards where the enemy spawns and so you know it's very very back and forth this mode is a replacement for the the two cp maps and you know which is a capture point so instead of so you don't have the volskaya industry you don't have temple of anubis you don't have hanamura they had already taken away paris and horizon lunar colony but I'm going to be honest with you, I believe that the push game mode sometimes is it's just too long. I understand why there's the length because you need the time to kind of push a very slow moving robot, the barricade all the way. And so you can still win without pushing it all the way. If the time runs out and you've pushed more than the other team has pushed and the enemy has you know cleared off the the robot or you you did a team wipe then you you can win that but it's still a very long game mode and i feel that push is a little bit of a sidestep to the 2cp map there there's a lot of people that didn't like that game mode because of you know choke points and stuff there are still chokes and and push it's not as as harrowing as maps like you know hanamura or temple of anubis it's still very just long it's a sometimes if you have two evenly matched teams that is just an absolute slog and you gotta wait out pretty much that entire time because nobody's really pulling too far ahead and so it, it can it can be a long time but you know push is interesting but i didn't really have that much of an issue with the two cp maybe some of the maps could have been reworked to not be as a uh, defender friendly but still it, it's you know push push was almost like it was replacing one game mode that needed a lot of work for another game mode that I personally believe that needs a lot a lot of work. And I know a lot of people who do like push and don't get me wrong, sometimes it could be fun, but I prefer to not play in that map because it's just too dang long. I'm not trying to play a League of Legends match over here. I'm trying to play like a quick 10 minute Overwatch match. One of the changes is the scoreboard. I know that a lot of people in Overwatch 1 would talk about medals. That was like one of the most annoying things that I would say about Overwatch 1. They'd be like, oh man, I got gold medal and, and I'm a healer or something like that. I don't see that as much yet. You might hear somebody talking about damage, but somebody can't really, nobody can really lie about what they're doing now because you can see the stats for both the enemy and your teammates. So you know how much damage your DPS is outputting, how much healing your healers are doing, and 
how much damage is being mitigated which is you know blocked or absorbed that's a lot for tanks and so yeah there there's the the scoreboard looks different there's no on fire there's no gold bronze silver and honestly like i really do believe that that was like one of the best changes because i was tired of hearing like oh i got gold and i'm a i'm a healer okay i mean at least you know i feel like you have a better look at where your team weaknesses are and you can adjust accordingly if you're playing with a group of people and you're losing maybe you can do something personally that could help lift up whatever weakness that is and so i do like the the damage scoreboard i personally use it mostly for myself to to see if i'm on par with the 10k within 10 minutes especially as a healer i try to track with 10k healing in 10 minutes sometimes i'm a little under that sometimes i'm above that and i always try to you know like i, I try to use it to improve myself personally one of the, the systems that I like in Overwatch 2 that I believe helps out a lot with communication because let's be real in Overwatch 1 not many people were getting on mics and that could be aggravating because you're trying to coordinate with teammates to pretty much win you know communication helps but a lot of people they don't want to get on mics you know they might have social anxiety and they just want to compete and it's hard to like hear callouts if you're not and if you're not even in the voice channel so if somebody's calling out enemy you're not gonna know if you're not in the voice channel so there's a pinging system that i really do enjoy that overwatch 2 has that you can you can ping different enemies you can ping traps you can ping enemies that are slept pings will also show that an enemy is very low in health so if you want to finish off an enemy that maybe a teammate is close to that they didn't notice then that helps out a lot and i personally use the ping system a lot and there and so there was a lot of changes in overwatch 2 with some of the character designs i'm not going to go too deep and the character uh, reworks like Cassidy's flashbang was changed to a Simtex grenade, which is a little crazy because it's like magnetic, it tracks, but it does a really a lot of damage, which mm, it's almost I'm not a fan of that because the flashbang wasn't something that attracted people. You know, if, I think that having both just makes it a little OP. It needs a bit of a tweak. This is just me personally, you know, saying this stuff out. They took away like uh, Briggs' ability to stun people when she shield bashes. It mostly pushes back, but there's actually a new change to her that her shield when she ults goes into like a double wide mode, and then when she shield bashes in that she stuns now when she ults so they so they're always making different changes different uh, reworks asombra is she stays invisible when she hacks but her hacks don't last as long on people and it really it kind of like adds a little bit of damage it was like super op when she first came out but they've changed that since then and you know obviously they've updated the game so there's a lot of new hero voice lines and interactions between each of them and they've added a new character since then so we're about four seasons into overwatch 2 and they've added five new heroes we have sojourn 
Junker Queen and Kiriko. Those heroes were brought in when the game launched. And since then, Kiriko being a new healer, Sojourn being a new DPS, and Junker Queen being a new tank. So each role got one new character. And we got a new tank with Ramatra in season two. Season three, we didn't get a new character. Season four, now we got a new healer named Life Weaver. So I'm not gonna go through every single character, but there have, yeah, there, there's just been a lot of changes to different characters. And Overwatch has joined the Battle Pass experience. There's no longer any loot boxes. It's all about a premium, there's a premium battle pass and a free battle pass. A free battle pass, obviously you don't get all of the skins and whatnot. And the premium you get a, you get every unlock obviously that's in the battle pass. And you get the new hero. Whenever there's a new hero that's released, you get that new hero right away. If you're going through the, the free battle pass in Overwatch, then you have to get to tier 55 to unlock whenever there's a new hero that comes out. So I'm pretty sure that a lot of you have played games that have battle passes. So I don't need to go too deep into the battle pass. They obviously, they're always trying to tweak it around. They've added legacy currency to the battle pass. I believe that they could do better if a lot of these games have premium currency in their battle passes. If you, if you invest in it, like I know that like when you play Fortnite, when you buy a battle pass, if you don't use any of the Fortnite currency, you could technically continue to, to get a premium Fortnite battle pass for free if you just grind it every season. I think that, I do believe that Overwatch 2 needs to add something similar to that. If not as rewarding as Fortnite, at least be able to earn enough currency that maybe over two seasons, you can get like a free season of a free premium battle pass with the currency that you earn or use it towards cosmetics if you'd like. Kind of backtracking to the 5v5 experience, it took away one tank, which means that there's really no main tank role and a whole lot of off tank characters. And I do believe that they could have done better with some of these characters because a lot of these characters thrive as an off tank role. And I know that uh, I know a lot of y'all gonna be like, uh, groan when I tell you this, but I absolutely love playing Wrecking Ball. And Wrecking Ball, Wrecking Ball, you can kind of play him as a solo tank, but he thrived so much more having that main tank there because his thing really, you know, pushing back the team and bullying the back line. That, that was like, you know, his thing and kind of disrupting the team. That's his thing, you know? Oh, and one of the biggest things, and I didn't even talk about this, is that when Overwatch 1 came out, it was a $60 game, right? And so with Overwatch 2, they decided to go the free route. So the PVP, the like core gaming experience of Overwatch is free. Uh, Overwatch has always been PvP game, and with the announcement of Overwatch 2, there's a whole PvP aspect that is planned or that is being worked on. It's not out yet as of recording with like a whole campaign mode and PvE aspect that is going to be included into it, and that is going to be obviously you're gonna have to pay for that experience other than that yeah overwatch is a free-to-play game so if there's any of you that haven't played overwatch and have been interested in playing overwatch then you can try it there's there's really nothing to lose you're not paying any money and so you can play for free 
I think that that's one of the, the cooler experiences, like being able to have more people check out the game. So that route was interesting. I know a lot of people were kind of freaked out, but now I believe that since Blizzard is being funded, that they can work a lot more in this game. I do believe that they could do better with a lot, especially now that the game is being funded regularly. I know that they try to schedule their their fixes now. So like now you know when, when changes are gonna happen. So Overwatch had a, Overwatch 2 recently just had their first like collaboration event that was outside of Blizzard IPs. I know that Overwatch has had, has had stuff themed after their other games, but we got some One Punch Man skins, which was really interesting because One Punch Man really, there hasn't been anything for One Punch Man in a while. So the fact that they went with the One Punch Man IP as a collaboration event was interesting and promising because that kind of shows me that they're interested in kind of expanding their cosmetics. And I know that when it comes to cosmetics, to me personally, some of them are overpriced, especially for their skins that they don't even consider legendary, you know, like the the, the yellow skins. The, the purple skins will be even like pretty expensive, which to me is, mm, you could do better. I believe that the pricing in the cosmetic shop, it needs a lot of work. I understand that a lot of work was put into it and there needs to be some sort of compensation for it. But still, you know, maybe tweak down the cost just a little bit, you know? Because the, I, I know th there's a lot of people out there that want some of these skins, but they just, they can't afford it. They're just, they're so expensive. And that's why kind of going back to the battle pass, if somebody invests in a premium battle pass, I do believe that having premium currency as a, an incentive in some of the tiers would go a long way. And I'm not, I'm not talking about legacy currency. I'm talking about premium currency. We're investing in the game, kind of give us a little bit back, you know, not all the skins are winners you know so I, I would say out of a out of an entire battle pass you're probably only getting like three good skins you know so we're not really making out like bandits by dropping money on a battle pass I'm gonna wrap up this mini episode on overwatch 2 I know that there's aspects that I missed Th this wasn't really to get every minute detail for Overwatch 2, but more of like a majority of the key differences that were made. There's obviously going to be some things that are missed, but like I said, I wanted to cover most of the key details of what, what Overwatch 2 provided. And the fact that the reason why that this game only got a mini episode was because it, it was kind of like an upgrade and not like a full sequel. But thank you everybody for listening. I hope you enjoyed this mini episode, mini-sode on Overwatch 2. I really do enjoy Overwatch, even though sometimes it can frustrate me, but it is a game that I always come back to. All of the socials for Project Ecology are going to be in the show notes. So if you would like to continue the conversation over on our Twitter or on Instagram, go and give Project Ecology a follow over there. And if you really enjoy the show, give us a five-star review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We do enjoy reading those reviews and 
We would love to read more reviews on the show and we do appreciate everybody who gives us a, a listen, whether it's every episode or even one episode and those who go back and listen to our older episodes. That's the purpose of this podcast. We want our episodes to transcend time and that's why many episodes were created to kind of update certain episodes that might be a little outdated. I hope you all have a fantastic week and keep an eye out for some upcoming episodes. Thank you.